everybody. Welcome to Headshot MMA episode 3, special edition, pre-fight UFC 218. We got on the line Adrian from the other side of the city. Yes, sir. East side. <laughs> from the east side of the city. <laughs> the east side of the city. <laughs> but we will make it happen to deliver this content one way or another. So, man, tomorrow will be 218. Another card, another top card on top of all these other big cards that have been happening all this year. The stacked, yeah, stacked cards, man. It's it's what you it's what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? We're always saying that you know there's only a couple fights that are good, but this is even from the prelims, man. The prelims are could be almost like a fox like a fox fight night just with the prelims man it's just stacked all over good good fights good matchups that's, that's what we want to see big cards but no conor mcgregor <laughs> right. but but it's because they have to they have to they have right, to exactly. they have to bring it because there is no conor mcgregor there is no ronda rousey there is nobody john else jones. there's no john jones <laughs> there's nobody they can deliver the content that puts on a big fight. So we have to bring at least four big fights to make up for the one big fight. Oh yeah. And I mean it's you know, you, you have to give you have to give the people, you know, what they want. I mean it's like it's all about, you know, the exciting fights and you gotta put on those exciting fights and like I said, this is this is stacked from the prelims all the way to the main card. In, 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 my, in my eyes, at least, you know, I see, I see a lot of good matchups, a lot of good matchups. I was going to ask you first, uh, a quick, uh, quick little side note. What was your thoughts of, uh, the count versus Gastelum? Well, we can touch base on that a little bit. Um, last weekend, yeah. <laughs> Wanted to get your thoughts. I didn't catch the fight you did. I, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't about to wake up that early to catch it. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Give it to Bisping, but do we really? Did we really want to see him get hurt? I mean, who cleared? Who cleared this guy to fight again in three weeks? There was a lot of debate about it. I mean, it's. It was. I mean, he wasn't concussed, but I mean, he still got choked out. Oh yeah, I mean it's. He he blacked out. Yeah, granted, you know, granted a choke is not, you know, not as bad as a, a vicious knockout, but I mean. You're still you're still getting some kind of damage. You're still going unconscious, so that kind of plays a little bit of a of a role in in a medical suspension. You know, most guys are are suspended what for three three months. You know, sometimes six months. I mean, I get it. The money's good. They pay yeah. him good. The count's all about it. You know, he's English. They love to fight, just like the Irish. Exactly. But at what expense? It's kind of almost like we're kind of going back to the way Donald Cerrone would fight. He was just down to fight over and over and over, no matter if he got knocked out or whatever the case may have been. And now, now he's seeing the the repercussions of that. Now he he wants to take his time now because he he's been on a losing streak and losing losing pretty bad. So yeah, man, it's 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 no joke when you when you're losing, you know, getting knocked out viciously or getting choked out. It's it's still damage being done. So it's kind of you need you need that time to recuperate your body to get back into 
you know, the swing of things, so. Well, Gaston was, bombed on him, dude. I mean, he oh, literally man. knocked him out. I mean, I don't know if anybody caught that. You can catch the clip on our Instagram. Yeah, I do have it posted. Is. Go check it out. If you want to see the knockout, go to our Instagram <laughs> at Headshot MMA and see that knockout. And tell me, why is this man fighting again? Man, no, and, and a lot of credit to Kelvin. I mean, honestly, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, imagine if imagine if Silva didn't test positive and he wasn't. I, I foresaw the same outcome, maybe. Um, Gastelum is just, his, his footwork, his, his, his stand-up, his striking is just, you know, it, it's almost like it's it's getting better every time you see him. You know, granted, when he fought Weidman, even, even remember when he fought Weidman, 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 I mean, he armbar, arm triangle, I mean. Yeah, but he, he almost caught Weidman, too. You know, he, he almost caught him. It's just that when he hits him and he hits hard, and it's it's kind of hard because Kelvin is, is, is a small middleweight, man. You you see him against the bigger middleweights, it's it's hard, man. But, I mean, he hits hard, and he's he comes forward, man. So, so but Okay, so tell me this. There was a no contest decided against Vitor. Mr. Belfort, right. he TKO'd Vitor Belfort, but the decision was overturned because he tested positive for marijuana. Right. I mean, what are your thoughts really on the sport and marijuana? Because obviously the Diaz brothers and other people are widely spread. I know this is off topic, but I mean, well, I mean with USADA chasing everybody down, I mean, are we really yeah. just going after Roy's or are we going after... Everything. <laughs> Everything. I mean. I mean, there, yeah. There's even, you know, there's even past fights where, where guys were, were looked into for using, you know, some kind of creams that had, you know, stuff that tested positive. So it's kind of, you know, all over the place. In my mind, I mean, if it's, I believe, if you're taking it for the purpose of, you know, your pain. Well, he, he's rehabbing. I mean, I mean, he's not yeah. smoking weed to get bigger i mean he's not gonna get right, exactly. he might get exactly. bigger well he is getting bigger because he can't make walter weight right. so he obviously the, got the munchies but <laughs> but i mean in a sense does does marijuana enhance any performance while you're in the cage i doubt somebody's smoking weed before they go in the cage i'm right. sure yeah. i'm sure this is maybe the weekend before maybe trained hard and maybe want to relax have a day off smoke a joint, whatever the case may be. Yeah. How, how does that enhance and, and disable you from performing any different? I don't think it, I don't think it, like how you said, I don't think these guys are doing it before they step out into the cage. I think it's more of, you know, after, after purpose or even a couple of weeks before the fight. Because, it's, because they get tested afterward as well. Yeah. Yeah. They get tested afterward. So, I mean, there are in Nate Diaz's case, smoke it while you're at the post-fight press conference. It's all. Well, in his defense, it was CBD right. oil. It wasn't. Right. Yeah. It wasn't it was actual CBD. marijuana, but. Right. Exactly. There was but no. And he said he uses it for you know. Inflama- inflammation. Yeah, inflammation. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of like I said, it, you know, to avoid. I mean, maybe it's something to keep you out less time. You know, I mean, like I said, yeah, recovery. I mean, we talked about yeah. it. I mean, there's, there's major uh, benefits in cannabis that that can help yeah, recover man, I, faster. I suffer from anxiety, and that thing calms me down. 
Um, it lets it lets me go to sleep better. So that's as what I mean. Not, yeah, as long as I'm not behind the wheel or it's impairing my judgment and all that, do it in the privacy of your own. Well, yeah, why not? <laughs> right. Why on. not? Who is it hurting? And like you said, unless you're behind the wheel at work or something inappropriate, why not? You know, why not get, you know, do what you got to do? I'd rather, like I said, do that than have to take pills every night like I used to. used to take have to take, you know, pills to, to fall asleep, and I was dependent on them, you know. But with this, it's more relaxation, you know, more of your calm, calming yourself. You know, so I I understand from that standpoint, and I don't I don't find it fair for for the fighters to be penalized for it. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's yeah, I understand they're trying to clean up the sport, and you know there was a lot of a lot of little things that you I mean, it's almost that rule of you know why did you let this guy do it and not me you know kind of thing. It's like if they let some fighters pass, then it's you're gonna get a whole other line of fighters that are gonna be questioning it. So. It, it at the end of the day, it's it's one of those sensitive subjects that maybe one day, maybe one day it'll be allowed. Maybe one day it'll just you know be in certain states, certain areas. So when that day comes, then we guess we can we can talk more about it. Well, I don't know if you listen to you listen to Joe's uh, MMA podcast, the uh, yes. number three with Shab. They yes. did they did mention some states are not required to test as far as like uh usada i mean they don't i don't know i don't know if that has to do with anything with ufc because they were talking about bellator and talking about the heavyweight grand prix yeah um Um, i'm not sure bellator doesn't test during certain cities or what what's the deal if they're just like let's pass on it because as far as i'm concerned most of their heavyweights and they're juiced up anyway frank mirror and all them well, I mean, you know, it's. I, I think a lot it has a lot to do with the commission of the states where they're fighting in. Um, a majority of the states, just like they have certain rules where you can't, you can't knee a downed opponent or you can't do. You know, I, I don't know how because every damn fight I see, it's like the rules right. do not apply here yet. Okay, well, right, what no, what it, place does it yeah. apply yet? And a good a good example of that is uh, the Weidman Musasi fight. Where everybody was like, "What well, they Or even the uh, the Poirier and Eddie Alvarez fight. You know, there's. I mean, did we really need to stop that? I mean, no. I mean, it's and it's one of those things where you say, "Is that allowed there? Or what the heck's going on?" So. But I mean, I get it. If if you kick a guy in his face while he's down, I mean, I right. I understand that. But if I mean, if you're really in a clinch, and the guy's head is down, and you throw a knee or something, who gives a shit if his hands are down? I mean, really. Right. I mean, it, it's 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 fighting. Well, and, and all that all that goes out the door once you're in the cage. I mean, you kind of you're in that you're in that zone where you're like, I can't I can't go in there fighting, think of what I can't do. You're going in there to to win, pretty much to get to get the win. Yeah, you're trying to take the other guy out. I don't give a shit yeah. how much respect you got, you know, outside of the cage. But I mean, before that, I mean, stupid website. Sorry, I'm making all this noise. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to see this bracket for the Grand Prix, but that kind of sounded good to sound like a third person said, "We don't judge, we." <laughs> <laughs> but we don't judge. We, we, we like all those rules. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? It, it's it's funny because it's. I mean, it's. Um, it, I know 
you know, UFC is the major leagues, man, and then you can see it by competition and what they're doing. But you got to admit that Bellator is getting a little bit of a, a little bit of a, you know, little streak going because they they've got some good fighters now. They got Rory over there now, and, well, and yeah, even man. that even that heavyweight Grand Prix, man. I mean, it's you know, say what you want to say, but it's 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 tough guys. I mean, it's guys that have that have a history and. You know, granted, it's not going to be as exciting or, you know, anything come close to the UFC, but they got some fighters over there that are making some noise. And... Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like they're you, they're taking some, you know, uh, pages out of WWE's kind of book, you know what I mean? But Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you... Remember, remember it was like with the, with the WCW days, you had all the classic guys there. You know, you had all your old school guys there, so it's kind but, of... But then again, they are open to, you know, Bellator... And uh, was it TNA Impact? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were down with you know Rampage crossing over, or mm-hmm. Tito crossing over, um, King Mo. You know, those guys were going to pro wrestling and making appearances, and it, yeah. they were they, they were exchanging like just like tonight. I'm not sure if if you even saw any kind of sneak peek of t- tonight's tough finale, but I, I WWE sponsoring tonight's tough finale. Yeah, they're they're doing the two K eighteen game or whatever. Oh, okay. But I mean, with that said, I mean you're seeing a little bit of a crossover because I mean, look, did you hear about Jack Swagger going to Bellator? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got we're Jack Swagger, we got CM Punk, we got Brock Lesnar, we got Bobby Lashley, we got I mean, who else we got from pro wrestling? I mean, we just got so many people. Well, Batista, Dave Batista even had a pro uh, pro MMA yeah, what fight. Do you you know, there's a lot of guys that want to get into the game, but um, I think a lot of them missed the bus. I mean, I don't know if you remember when Brock was hardcore in uh, UFC and he was like, I think he was champ. He might have been champ, but I think it was uh, maybe after the, the Kane fight. fight. And then he walked the out and he and he saw The Undertaker out in the crowd. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. And the Undertaker, go, the Undertaker goes, you want to do this? Hell yeah, dude. Let's see. Let's see the Undertaker in the fucking MMA cage. Let's see that. I mean, because, I mean, everybody thinks pro wrestling is a joke. Let's see those guys in there. Connor said he'll fuck them all up, but <laughs> let, let's see these, these big guys. I mean, go in there and, and throw some throw some blows and some real fighting. Well, I mean, it's, I didn't like I didn't like the idea of Brock Lesnar going over to UFC just because I I thought it was going to be like a sideshow thing like I'm like nah man don't I mean it was it was a sideshow thing because I mean I've watched I've watched pro wrestling since I was a kid I mean so have you same here and and for to take somebody serious that came from pro wrestling it it was not one of those things that we've seen Um, but in in a sense they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, the only thing that's that's not real about pro wrestling is the the result. Right, I mean, right. these guys are getting banged up. I mean, and also I mean, Brock had you know NCAA background though yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like he went in with the background of of you know the, the, you know collegiate you know wrestling, and I mean, I remember seeing his first fight, and I was like, man, this dude's an animal. He's just he juice to the fucking gills. Juice yeah, to the gills off yeah. of them fucking roids, though. <laughs> I will tell you but, that. I mean, oh, no, but I mean, I, you know, I was excited when when he fought Alistair, man. I was just, 
I mean, I, I remember we, we were up there. Remember when they put out the uh, the promos for it at the at the MGM? They had it on the on the blackjack tables and all that. And man, I remember I remember telling you, dude, these dudes are like monsters going up against each other. It was both of them were jacked. That was Overeem at you know Uber Uberim over there. So <laughs> juice to the fucking oh, gills. Yeah. But but if you uh, right now where Brock's at, I mean he's not coming back. He has they overturned the decision against Mark Hunt to no contest. He lost against Overeem. He lost against Kane. The last one he had was against Shane Carwin in 2010. Yeah. We're in uh, we're in 2017 right now. It's 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 too it's too long of a you know time has passed already, man. And, I you know that's that's justice for for Mark Hunt because I mean you did, I mean come on now, I mean you got it you got to admit when you saw Brock I mean it was, that dude looked like jacked, Brock, you know <laughs> jacked. Yeah, so I mean you know and and granted he was excluded from testing and all that I mean come on now. But but in yeah, a in, in a sense though I mean, just like tomorrow night, we're gonna see Overeem and Ngannou get it on, but those official weights that I, I don't know if you guys again. Shameless promo. Our Instagram has those official weights on there. So if you don't know the official weights, go check them out. But what I was saying is that Ngannou is at like two sixty something, two seventy, and and Overeem's like at two forty. Yeah, and that's and Overeem's like at two forty something. Like these guys, like once you're past two hundred five, it doesn't even matter. I mean, it really doesn't. I mean, there's. What is Brock? Two eighty-five. Yeah. I mean, he probably comes in about almost three hundred pounds. I mean, oh yeah. And he's not round. He's he's a big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but once you get to the big boys, I mean, what does it really matter? I mean, at that point, even if I was taking steroids and I'm three hundred pounds, I mean, how much how much agility do I have? How much technique do I have? <laughs> exactly. It's really it's just me banking on my strength knocking you out. Knocking you out, yeah. Landing that one punch, yeah. And Brock learned learned that that against Frank Mir in the the first one. I mean, when he got got caught with that knee bar, I mean, the same thing, you know, with Alistair. I mean, you can't dodge. You can't run when you're 300 pounds. Well, see, I mean, you kind of, it's kind of funny because, you know, how you said, you know, technique goes out the door once you, I mean, I at that weight, it's just. I mean, you got to look at the. You got to look at the smaller guys. I mean, Stipe is the champ, but he's not a big champ. I mean, they, remember they were talking about. Um, imagine Ingunu against Stipe. Yeah. Oh man, it's just that's. How monstrous is that man over Stipe? Exactly. I mean, it's. I I don't see. I mean, even I mean, who's who's who's. I mean, Kane Kane is recovering. I think he's coming back. You know, mid next year. Even him against guys like Alistair and Gano, I mean, it's just these big dudes, man. They're big guys, and it's just you know one of those things where how much where I, I'm expecting a, a you know a big big brawl back and forth. But Alistair's a different fighter now. I mean, he's he's very since he went to Jackson's, you know, in Albuquerque, it's he's 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 relying a lot on his technique now. When it when it used to be Stipe still smashed his fucking face into the ground. Exactly, and you know, like but Overeem kind of caught him in the beginning. I mean, you 
And he went and he went for a guillotine, which for didn't make any goddamn sense. But exactly, I mean, you gotta kind of see he's not he he's not the same. I mean, he still has that power, but he's more of a you know. Don't forget this dude's a you know K one freaking kickboxing champ, man, pride and all that. So, well, I mean, he's yeah. gotten his he's already <laughs> earned his keep, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, why? Why does he? Well, I guess the the UFC belt is the last that's belt. The yeah, that's, that's, that's the last belt he wants to win. Is is the UFC heavyweight belt? Right, but but there's guys like Francis Ngannou that are gonna stand in your way, dude. Steep. It's well, dangerous. It, it's very dangerous for him to take this fight. It's very dangerous. Ngannou I mean, is monstrous. But on the other side too, don't you feel like Ngannou has gotten the chance to? I mean, he has to fight these these top level guys because I mean, his last fight with Arlovsky. I mean, just dude, Arlovsky just—that was a dangerous fighter for Arlovsky, you know. Because Engano just man just smashed him. So, you know, I'm kind of glad that Engano's getting this chance. And this dude, know, this, he got submissions too. I mean, against oh, Anthony yeah. Hamilton, he put him in a Kimura and it was done. Yeah, it was a sick Kimura too, man. Very like for. For a big, for, to see a big guy do that, man, it's just like I said, it's it's nice when you see them have a little bit of technique and you know actually use some of their skills, you know, because it's I mean we we know they're about the knockout, they have the power, but when you see them actually having you know a submission or two or even you know like just working from the ground from the guard, you know, it's it's, it's cool to see that, you know, definitely. But that's why it's called mis- mixed martial arts. I think exactly, that, you know, and it's. Let's mix it up. <laughs> yeah, let's let's change it up. I mean, we we enjoy the the slobber knockers, as uh, Jim Ross would say. But let's let's look at some technique. I know it might seem a little boring, but some cool technique, like some crazy shit, like Mighty Mouse jumping in the fucking air and putting you in an armbar, flipping you over in your armbar, or that or that Verdum flying kick to to Travis Brown. <laughs> I never. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What, what was that? <laughs> that was one of those things where you're like, "Oh man, what the heck?" And that, and but that's I mean, that's a that's a heavyweight. Yeah, he's a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight, man. What uh? What's the first? What's the first fight on the main card? On the main card, the first fight is Tisha Torres versus Michelle Watterson. Oh, I didn't. We normally don't do our picks to the few hours before the fight right right but let's let <laughs> it's good to it's good to get this out of the system for yeah, right yeah. now so that way we can kind of relax tomorrow and not get oh yeah shoot shoot from the hip usually we shoot right. from the hip and do it exactly. right right then and there but i saw the weigh-ins i mean speaking of somebody need to be tested is is teacher torres she is like manly <laughs> manly ripped that is not well she, well, she is being tested like one of the I heard yeah I heard she's like the I heard yeah. that they visit her like Every more than any fighter <laughs> ever routine, yeah. that that's she what I heard the, uh, I think she has to test for him before she wakes up and all that as soon as she wakes up she has to test for him yeah I, mean, I, I I like I like me some karate hottie you know I mean she beat up my girl Paige you know how I feel about Paige the last time but uh I love me some Paige too but you know then she lost against Rose so she's she's looking for that for that comeback win, 
but Tisha Torres, man, she's she's she, she's on the tear. I mean, she's winning, yeah. right? I mean, she hasn't lost in quite a bit. Yeah, so I mean, she's they're both. I mean, you could you from just from just the weigh-ins, you can see that Tisha has the 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 body mass advantage. You know, Michelle's more technical. She's gonna look for you know her her strikes. You know, her her pinpoint strikes and all that. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's kind of like what can you pretty much counter with Tisha's power, Tisha's takedowns, you know, you gotta, Karate Hottie has to fight a little smart, you know, she's had, she's had these girls that are not as big as Tisha, so. Well, yeah, she just uh, choked out Juliana Lima, or, you yeah. know, and then she beat Beck Rollins, which was another way bigger girl than her. Yeah, exactly. So, and that was a decision, but still, granted, like I said, I'm not doubting her technique, but she's out muscling these bigger girls so exactly. let's not think that Michelle Watterson's gonna hopefully not get choked out or anything but right I mean it's it, it, it's, a, it's a good matchup for her um like I said I think they're the, the, the main goal is to get back and you know she really wants to you know fight for the title again the same for, same for Tisha you know she's been on a tear too and you know, I got a, I got my pick as a, for Michelle. I think she'll come out with the win. Um, in the back of my mind, at least, I'm thinking she'll come back. Or you're hoping one of the two. Right, exactly. Decision or, or knockout, but. Well, we got Watterson as the underdog plus two hundred five, and we got Tisha as the favorite negative two forty five. So we're talking. That's a high favorite there. Exactly. We're talking a hundred dollars will win you three forty-five. You will have to put down two hundred and five dollars to win only one hundred dollars with mm-hmm. Michelle Watterson. So, but, I think I, I think they're forgetting about. I mean, they're looking at the or no, the other way around. I'm sorry, I'm totally yeah, wrong. It's two forty-five to win a hundred for Tisha Torres, and a hundred to win three hundred five with Watterson because she's the underdog. Watterson. Underdog, yeah. So it's possible, but maybe. Tisha's nine and one. Michelle's fourteen and five. So, I mean, it's kind of you're you know you could pick whoever you want. I guess you could say the number five and six in the strawweight division can. Well, do you see any of them in the title picture for Rose's title? Well, right now it's kind of hard because. I mean, you, it looks like Joanna's going to get the rematch, which she deserves. Right. I mean, she dominated for so long, but right. I mean, if I was to put another person in that, I, before Rose beat her, I would have said Michelle Watterson. You think so? You think so? Yeah, I mean, just because of where she come, her background, and she was, you know, she, I, 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 I'm pretty sure she was a champion in Invicta. I'm not sure, but it was kind of weird because she didn't really have a weight class in Invicta. I remember reading about her always you know she's always she was always taking a catch weight so that kind of you know messed up the little picture but I mean I remember Tisha from the Ultimate Fighter um I think it was Ro I think it was Ronda and Misha or I might be wrong it was the one it was the first it was the first the first inaugural like Ultimate Fighter I think it was for what for for the belt yeah, that was the first uh, the first women's 
Yeah, wasn't it Rose against uh, Carla Esparza or something? No, Ro- oh. Carla Esparza versus. And Carlos Esparza won, and then yeah. Joanna took the belt from Carlos Esparza, didn't she? Yeah, exactly. But I want to say that was that was the the season with Ronda and and Misha, but I'm not sure. I want to say that's it, but that's the only really chance I got to watch. You know, Keisha, I really didn't get a chance to watch her before that. So, you know, it's that that division is really hard because, like I said, it's it's still a work in progress. There's still still a lot of girls that are fighting in that division that kind of going up there I, I I hear a little rumor about Carolina uh Kowakiewicz is that what we say her name Kowakiewicz yeah. Yeah, versus Jessica Andraj in February that would be a good match too now now granted that I mean we get Joanna in the rematch if she wants it but if she doesn't and she wants to wait, I say the winner out of those two fight Rose. I mean, that could work too because that's, I forgot about them. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's true. That I mean, Claudia already, Claudia Gadelli already got two, two shots. Yeah. I mean, granted, Carolina and Jessica got a shot, a but. A chance each, yeah. But Joanna already but, killed them all, so I mean. Exactly. So it's a new, it's, new it's champ. A new, cha- new champ. New know, chances. Mm-hmm. We can see and something, just, something change. And I mean, it's it's open for them because either 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 one of those will be a good fight for Rose, whether it's Jessica or whether it's Carolina. E- either one of those is a, is a difficult match for Rose. They're both aggressive, crazy. Yeah. Don't Both. let that Carolina don't let that Carolina quiet. No, no, no. Nope. That whole she's leaning done. against the cage with her hands behind her back, looking innocent. Exactly. I don't think so. She I believe honestly she was the one closest to beating Joanna before. And she yeah. gave he she gave Joanna that big ass lump on her forehead. Gave her like this big goose egg. I thought yeah, she was went, I thought she was the closest. That, that went to decision too. Yeah, that one went all the way to decision. It was, it was close, man. Like I said, I'm glad that the women's divisions are are hanging on. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad they're they're hanging on to that. Well, I mean, with the new flyweight division, about to somebody's about to be uh, crowned pretty soon here. And they're round five of five right now. But, I mean, we got bantamweight and strawweight. And then the new flyweight division's about to pop off. We got a lot of people from strawweight wanting to go to the flyweight. Right, yeah. People, I mean, Van Zandt was actually trying to get a get the winner of tonight. Of tonight, right? So I don't know where that's going. There might be a lot of jumpers. Hey, you know, let me gain a couple more. It's okay to gain a couple pounds because I know that weight cut is is a little hard to do. But it's good though because it gives them, you know, it gives them options. They're not just stuck to one weight class. So that's kind of, that's kind of good. You're not. It's not a big of a of a jump from say a lightweight trying to go to heavyweight, you know. So I'm I'm glad that they have, like I said, it's manageable. It's manageable from there from that point. Well, yeah, we but we won't see anybody from strawweight jump to like bantamweight and fight like Amanda no. Nunes or anything. No, like no, that. no, no, that's that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> the the flyweight is just you know at least there's a middle ground because you know it was either it was kind of like lightweight again then heavyweight. 
with the women. That's all they had. But now we're going to get this flyweight division. Hopefully, that could change a little bit. It's good, man. It's good for what's the uh, what's the next? So fight the next that? one we got is Eddie Alvarez versus our hometown fighter Justin Gaethje. Man, I don't know. This is gonna be a in in they're they're fighting supposedly for the unannounced most violent fighter in the UFC. <laughs> they say it's the the most violent uh, title fight. That's what it's called. They want to be called the most violent. Well, I want to say... Are they violent? This fight, you know what? This fight is one of those fights where they're each fighting for something. You know, Eddie... Eddie got embarrassed his, uh, when he lost his belt to Connor, And then he... After that, it was the fight with uh, Poirier, right? Yeah. Right, and that and that's where that got called, exactly. because of an illegal shot. Yeah, so it's kind of like Eddie, Eddie didn't really get a chance to redeem himself. Redeem himself, yeah. So he's kind of fighting for that. And Justin, man, Justin's a still the new kid on the block. He had that Michael Johnson fight where he got rocked. He's undefeated though. He's undefeated. He's undefeated. Oh yeah, man. I mean, he was he was tearing it up over there in a the World Series of Fighting, man. He was. It was their champ over there, but this is a different. This is a different level, you know. I don't want to take nothing away from those guys over there, but you know, this is different competition over here. You know, it's a reason why these guys are the top guys. And I mean, Justin is just—he comes at you, man. I mean, I I caught I caught the replay of the the Michael Johnson fight, and man, that dude. I mean, he got rocked a few times, man. A few wobbly. Times, man. He was wobbly. Yes, and he was just coming back, man, and, and Michael Johnson's not, not no pushover, man, that dude, that, you know, we, we met that dude, that dude's a good, decent size, and wrestling pedigree, and, but, I mean, it's just, Justin is that, Justin has that killer instinct, man, he's just, he's coming at you, dude. He, 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 he almost, he almost baits you in, and then kind of plays with you a little bit. Well, on paper, he, he is better than Eddie Alvarez. That we can't really count out the underground king because he is, he was champ. I mean, he was champ. A motivated Eddie Alvarez is very dangerous. Very dangerous. You don't want to take him lightly. We could see some dirty boxing. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, I mean, even to say, I mean, they, there there might be some good takedowns because, I mean, if I was Eddie, I wouldn't, I wouldn't test gagey right away you know because gagey has has knockout power definitely to stun you but i you know i'd play with him a little bit get him on the cage like you said a little bit of dirty boxing that's to me that's his way of getting it but like i said gagey just comes back bro like that that take take gagey to the ground i mean i'm going i like justin gagey but we need to get him on the ground and see what he can do Let's see what he let's see what he can do on the ground. And granted, I mean, you have Eddie Alvarez who has a little bit more experience. Um, to me, he's the bigger guy, not by a lot, but just um, you know, size wise, he's the bigger guy. Well, he's taller than Eddie. Right, and that's the thing that they're they're both they're both wrestlers, and they both got good stand up. 
I mean, you've, you've, you've seen Eddie stand up. When he's on point, he's on point. But also, you've seen Eddie where he gets. He, he gets a, he gets a little chinny. He gets a little chinny. Exactly. You know exactly. that chin gets a little soft and exactly. he gets a little so wobbly. Kinda, that's the dangerous part of of playing Gagey's game is can you can your chin hold up? That's the thing. Like, and not to not to interrupt this this situation, but I just want to announce that Nico Montano just won the UFC Tough Finale. She's the new flyweight women's champ. Nico Montano, right new on, new right champ. She will be probably fighting Paige or somebody crazy pretty soon. So keep an eye out on her. Big ups to her. Congratulations yeah, on that. Was she the? Uh, was she, she a feeling too? Or no, 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 no. She's not a feeling, but she is the first Native American woman's champion in the UFC. It's from what I hear. Congrats to her, yeah, first name. And, and we know we know for for a fact most uh, tough winners go on to do good things. I mean, oh yeah. I was watching like the top ten tough moments on FS1 the other day, and they were showing all the winners. You know, I mean, big names winners. Oh yeah, pass from now. I mean, those guys anywhere from Nate. Michael Bisping to Tony Ferguson. To I, I mean, I was watching, mm-hmm. I think it was Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. What the hell was going on there? That was like, it was like two drunk men just fighting, like just nonstop. Like, that was the I don't even know who won. I think, you yeah. know, Forrest, Forrest, Forrest won, but they still, end, yeah. I think what ended up happening, Dana, Dana gave them both. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Why it was a free? Fight. Well, well, the thing was is they're trying to promote free, free fights. It was free marketing. Mm-hmm. And man, that that fight was ridiculous. If you haven't seen that fight, go check that fight out, please. <laughs> will not be disappointed. I do not even. I, I I'm not. I don't even go as that far back as you do. And believe me, I was very entertained. Very. That's good, entertained. Man. And that's all it takes, man. That's all it takes is to, to draw the people in. Yeah, I get it nowadays. You know, the, the people want to see the flash knockouts. The, you know, these guys. Well, I, I bring it up them. because I, I feel that this Alvarez and Gaethje fight might be that. These two guys I, might be that fight. Might, yeah. Where they're both I mean, wobbly and they're still both fighting. You feel that you you feel that Diego Sanchez, uh, you know, kind of fight, kind of vibe, you know. <laughs> They're kind of fighting. They, none of them will go down. I, I think I think it could come up to that. I think it's it's possible. I mean, it's it definitely, like I said, has fireworks around it, man. It just well, I mean, the Poirier-Alvarez fight, I mean, granted that there was an illegal shot given and the fight got stopped. But before that, they were both going at it. Right. They were both, you know, getting rocked. So I think we both can say that that, that fight probably needs to happen again. Eventually, eventually. I mean, I don't, def- I don't see, road, yeah. I don't see Poirier. I mean, I mean, he's on, he's winning, but he's on a tear, yeah. I, I don't see him going all the way up there yet. You know, not yet. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those things where I, I have, I have Gage. You 
gotta support the hometown. Yeah, I'm 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 de- I'm definitely shooting for Gaethje to at least pull something to you know pull out. Hopefully, at the end, something exciting. Right. I mean, I I see it as I see it going the distance. I mean, I see Gaethje coming out on top, just as a momentum and just like I said, this dude's. I mean, it's he's a, he's a different fighter, man. I I I kind of. I, I kind of believe what he says. <laughs> That's the thing. He can back it up. He can definitely back it up. Yeah, well, I'm, ho- I'm hoping we, we see that come come tomorrow night. Come tomorrow night. So next on the card, we have Henry Cejudo versus Sergio Pettis. See, this, this one I'm interested in because Sergio's out of... Uh, out of Big Brother's shadow. Well, yeah, because he's losing. Exactly. But, I mean, it's... He's still he's a young kid. I mean... Henry, Henry Cejudo's not... He's not He's not too bad either. He's... He, he, the last performance against... Uh, it was a knockout against Wilson Hayes, I believe. Um, I mean, he's, he's developing pretty good. He took that... I mean, he learned a lot from that Demetrius Johnson fight, which I don't think he was ready for. They shouldn't have put him in there, but no, he got taken out very easily compared to what I yeah. what what we seen him do. What we seen before, yeah. So I mean, this it's a, another hometown Arizona fighter. Exactly, yeah. I, I'm I'm going for Henry just because of, you know, like I said, what what he's doing now. Ser, Ser, Sergio's still young. Sergio Sergio has talent. He's still young. This is a good test for him. He's he's fighting, you know. Uh, a well-rounded guy, um, bigger guy. I see Cejudo going in there and dominating, man. I honestly, from the yeah. last the last fight, I don't think Sergio is that uh, experienced to to take on something like what something like Henry. Yeah. What Cejudo has done in the past, like you know, because granted, I mean, Duke Rufus is doing an awesome job with everybody oh, out yeah. there at his. At his gym, but in a sense, like you said, he has more. He has more time to develop. I mean, he granted he's on a four four fight winning streak. I mean, but I think I think he's not as exciting as Showtime. I don't think he's exciting as Showtime. No, and I mean it's this is the perfect time for him because, like I said, you you're, you're seeing his development. You're seeing him rise, and at the same time. You know, this is a good win or lose. It's good for him. Um, you know, because you're learning. Like I say, you're you're fighting. Sahudo is, is is the top of the top. I mean, what what's he ranked right now? He's still number ranked two. Top. Oh yeah, so, I mean, number two. Still, and you're still fighting a top level guy. So it's very hard in that division because Demetrius runs that whole division up and down. So circles all day. You know, so it's kind of hard to separate yourself from other fighters. But this is a good test for him. You know, he's 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 climbing the ladder. He's 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 developing, and you know, props to Duke Rufus because you I mean you 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 see you see the guys that come out of there. I mean, so you know, Showtime was the champ, lightweight champ. So well, Tyron Woodley's still the champ. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tyron Woodley too. Yeah. So you're st- you know they're they're doing good things. Over they're there. still a championship gym, granted. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, but you know, like. Experience has a lot to do with it too, especially age. I think Sehudo's in his thirties. 
Um, Sergio is still 20, young 20, maybe 24, 23, 24. You know, that, that counts a lot, especially, like I said, at that, you know, it's, it might be Cejudo's peak. It might be Sergio's peak. Who knows? But like Yeah, 20, said, 24 years old, I mean, he got enough time to oh, yeah. become something big. Definitely, definitely a good fight to see. I mean, I, I see Cejudo coming out on top. I mean, why is let's touch on that that division a little. Why is Joseph uh, Benavidez still number one? Maybe you can well, tell me. <laughs> Joseph had two chances at Demetrius. Is it because his wife is Megan O'Leary, or he came up a little bit? Maybe, maybe <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta put that into, into factor too. You gotta you know you gotta get the. Uh, what is it, the uh, employee discount there? You gotta get the, you know, like, give him a little bit of a. Well, I guess he did beat Cejudo in December of last yes. year. Last year, though. I mean, he hasn't been active for a whole year. And he's still number one? How is he still number one and he hasn't been active for a whole year? The rankings are a little weird because there's. Yeah, there's guys that are, that are top in the top five, and you're thinking, like, what the hell? Like, why is this guy even in the top five, or why is this guy sitting at number and, one? And, and he's fought in uh, DJ twice. Yeah, and lost twice. And so, I mean, I mean, what, I mean, it's 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 one of those weird things. He's, I mean, he's still on top. He's still, you know, one of the guys. I, I think I think record-wise, because Joseph's had more had more fights. Um, remember, I mean, Cejudo, Cejudo's record still, he's still relatively new. I mean, you got... 11 wins, 2 losses still, so I mean... But he's 30. And he's 30, yeah, he started a little bit late into the game, I mean... Yeah, the rankings, man, they're a little weird there. Who do they have at uh, at number 2? Cejudo? Cejudo. Borg is still at 3. Borg's still at 3, which he just fought. Right. I don't know, But like Joe was saying, though, once you lose, you should drop down big time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, whoever beats you, like... Say tomorrow Sergio beats Cejudo. Cejudo's number two. Pettis is number four. At that point, when you lose to number four, that's where you go. And then Sergio would move to two. Right. That's how it goes. That's how that's how rankings are supposed to go. Unless you're a champion. Unless you're a former champion. Like if you were if you if you dominated that class for so long. I think you deserve to, in, in, like in Joanna's case, um, even Aldo's case, you know, those 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 two fighters should be still in the top two, you know, because of how long they dominated that weight class. But you're right, in this situation, a number four guy fighting a number two guy or a number five guy fighting a number two guy, they should be reversed, you know, if the other person wins. But, man, it's it's... It's really difficult to talk about rankings with everything that's going on in the UFC. And There's too much going on. I mean, it's it, it's it's ridiculous. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, you 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 saw, I mean, GSP come in right away and leapfrog all the other guys. In pound for pound, he's number two pound for pound. Exactly. So Over Connor, I mean, after four years being gone. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's it, rankings right now is kind of hard, and even with you know a potential. TJ Dillashaw, Demetrius Johnson fight. How, how did Joanna go from being like in the top three or four and pound for pound 
all the way down to 15. Oh. How? She, she dropped that much? To 15 on pound for pound. How is that even possible? And look, I mean, she, damn, she dominated that weight class, man. I don't understand how. I don't know. I honestly don't know how they were, how they're ranking the, the people. I mean, I would have, I would still have her at number one. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, who, besides being beat by Rose, really? I mean, Demetrius does deserve to be number one, but yeah. she should be at least number two. I mean. She got beat one time. Right. Why would what did GSP on number two for? Why? It's just one of those, it's just one of those things that I'm telling you. It's just, are we going off a of popularity contest or are we going off of recent standings? Like who have you beat lately? Like Cormier? Why is he above Dillashaw? Why is he above Stepe? Why is he above Tyron? Tony. Oh, why is he all the way up there? He just lost. He lost twice to John Jones. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's kind of it's kind of weird, man. How they have the rankings. I I honestly wouldn't wouldn't even know how to rank them. I wouldn't even know how to put them in order. I mean, I would have to put DJ up there because that dude's been dominating since he got the belt. You know, I mean, that dude's had he hasn't lost in his weight class. But you know how I feel about that. I mean. If you clean out our division, go on to the next, you know. But who is he going to fight in the division now? The only person he really hasn't fought is Sergio. Exactly. So and, and, and that's the thing about about these, you know, the, the guys. The guy, I mean, it's, it's very debatable if you put him on the top pound for pound, you know, greatest of all, greatest of all time because the level of competition that he's had has not been – the level of competition of an Aldo or an Anderson Silva, you know, these guys, man, these guys fought the best guys in the, I mean, you saw the the Chad Mendes fights with Aldo. I mean, you saw, you know, him fight Frankie Edgar twice. I mean, Anderson Silva went up to light heavyweight and fought Forrest Griffin at one point. I mean, you know, it's, you know, these, these guys are fighting the best of the best. So it's kind of hard to put, DJ up there and say, oh yeah, this guy's the most dominant champion. Where has he moved? He hasn't moved exactly, anywhere. Exactly. He hasn't done anything in any other division. And and, and you know what? And, and even like I said, even Sergio's the only guy that he hasn't fought in that division. Like I said, that, that and Sergio, Sergio's rising up, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, you know, it's it's crazy, man. The, the, the rankings are really, really messed up right now it's kind of i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I, got, wouldn't know what to, I wouldn't know how to tell you all right well, well let's move on to alistair overeem versus francis and ganu monsters monsters clash of titan this is a the predator is, versus the oh, demolition man oh yeah man this is this is like your Godzilla versus King Kong kind of fight. Yeah, this is what this we're going to see. We're going to see oh. two monstrous men fight each other and somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody. <laughs> someone someone will go down. I have a bad feeling it's going to be Ngannou. You think so? Oh man. I don't know. But you know what? No, I I I I can, I can agree with you with that. I can, you know, Alistair is the the more experienced fighter. The more 
the and you I think why you say Engano might go down is because you haven't seen all of Engano's weapons yet. And with Alistair, I mean you saw from his I just I just see Alistair throwing leg kicks and it's gonna be yes. it's gonna be brutal with these leg kicks because nobody can stop those what? those leg kicks. Did you see what he did to Mark Hunt? We saw that live. <laughs> he knocked Mark Hunt out with, with legs. Oh man, it's it's very, very very, very tricky for this fight because Engano has the power. Now, Overeem is not the same fighter that he was coming into the UFC Brock Lesnar fight or, you know, he's very, that chin is kind of, that chin's been tested too. I mean, we saw, he's had, oh man, from the Travis Brown knockout to Bigfoot Silva knocked him out to, I mean, what was Alistair's last big win? I think what Junior Dos Santos, right? He knocked him. He knocked him out. I mean, you saw him with 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 Stipe. I mean, Stipe Stipe worked though after. He was running, dude. He was literally running from Stipe, like running around the ring. I think you know. I I, I think moving to Jackson Jackson Wink up in Albuquerque helped him up a lot, helped him a lot because I I think they they told him you know you got to use all of your tools because Alistair Overeem with the Black Zillions in Florida he, he was just the the monster Overeem you know I mean he did so beat I, Fabricio Verdun in yeah, July I mean he's, he's different he's different yeah, he's, he's coming off of that he's a little different but I mean you, it, you, you, ha- you have to know that going in there with Francis he's gonna he's gonna he has he's to kick in. the dude. He can't yeah. fight the guy with fists because Ngannou has hammers him. on his... Exactly. He has big boulders on his fist. I mean, he's going to do he's damage. He's a big dude, man. He is a big dude. I saw him in, in the in the countdown getting fitted for suits, man. Well, what about That's that picture not... where he has with Connor? He has a picture with Connor. Connor has a shirt off and they're at like the performance center. And Ngannou is just monstrous, dude. We're talking over a hundred pounds bigger than Connor. You no, know, and what amazes me is that he's just naturally like that dude. That dude is just, you know, he's from Cameroon. I mean, that dude is just eating. You know, he's eating, he's eating all that natural stuff out there. So. What about Alistair saying that he doesn't know how old he is? Uh, <laughs> Show me the birth certificate. Yeah, he want he he's that he's older than he says he is. Because we're, he's say, it's saying that he's that he's thirty one years old. Right. He does look like an old man though. Not an old man, but older man. He looks like, he looks like he's in his thirties. I mean. Yeah. I it's guess, just that I guess. he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear like like Alistair does. I mean, it's just Engano's just you know. He's coming in with the momentum. I'm I, you know this this is a very very good little you know good test for him how to overcome a you know former you know you know Alistair was a strike force champ he was you know a dream champ I think so it's I mean, a better matchup than when he was going to fight the beast right the black right. beast I mean because I exactly. think that was going to be I don't know slow yeah I mean and, and I think that would have been more of your your classic just go at it 
swing for the fences kind of fight because Black Beast doesn't really have anything else but just a stand up. I mean, but no, Gano, no kind of stamina. Gano, yeah, exactly, no kind of stamina. So you know, Francis will, will probably steamroll him. You know, just mop the floor with him. So Overeem weighed in at two forty seven, and Gano weighed in at two sixty two. Now, now on under fight profiles on UFC it has the opposite it has Overeem at 265 and Ngannou at 250, at 250. <laughs> which is the total opposite of what the weigh-in was today granted they're probably using the old they're probably using the the pre the, it must be the juiced Alistair because the 265 he's not 265 anymore we've seen Alistair remember when we were at 196 we saw Alistair walk by. Yeah. I think even Herb Dean looked bigger than him. Herb Dean passed by too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. But it, it, it says it, he's, it, what the, is he 6'3", or what is he? It, don't, it didn't seem like he was 6'3". Yeah, they didn't list him at 6'3". I don't know, dude, because I was surrounded He's listed at 6'4". I was surrounded by the giants of uh, Edge and Christian. Oh, yeah. Those, those dudes, those dudes were like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, those were... <laughs> made everybody look small but Alistair they list him at 6'3 6'4 they have him at 6'4 yeah. and Gano's definitely 6'5 he looked bigger than him way bigger than him the stare down was kind of funny I don't know if you caught the stare down at the wing no it was kind of funny it was just over him just kind of like hunched down a little bit just kept looking at him and then just Francis just kind of walked away like he stood there looking at him and he just kind of just backed up and walked away like nothing said, nothing. Just looking at. Him. I mean, there's not really. What we're gonna see tomorrow is gonna be. Like I said, fireworks. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be technical. It's not gonna be. Anything. You know, we're expecting as far as like. I don't see. I don't see Overeem. I I see Overeem kind of. Kind of like. Being more technical, because Overeem does not want to get hit, bro. I mean, it's one one hit from Francis, you're you're out, man. It's just you get caught from him. It's just it's good night. Yeah, I we'll see. I mean, I just hope to see some somebody get knocked the hell out, which I think I'm gonna see. But I normally will go with the. I got Engano. I got Ngannou just because of, I mean, the dude's, the dude's a beast. I, 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 would, I could definitely see him challenging Steve He's Ray. the favorite. He is the favorite. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he, Ngannou's the favorite, 250. And Alistair's the underdog, 210. Oh, man. Really strange, but. Because <laughs> you usually would think experience would be like. Right, you would think experience would have the. The edge on it. So that was that was the that was the co-main event. This is the main event: Max Blessed Holloway versus Jose Aldo. The rematch. I didn't. I, I was gonna give him a nickname, but there's too many. There's too too many people. Junior, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Junior, pretty much. Not really a big nickname. So this is the uh, Aldo is the replacement to Edgar, which uh, Edgar had a. Uh, Something to do with his orbital. 
Yeah, his eye. Kind of like what Bisping had when uh, Henderson basically broke his eye socket. Oh, man. So there's no way that he could have fought with that thing so fragile. Probably his eyeball would have fell in his head. That tells you what kind of training camp Frankie's in. If you're Dude. having a, if you have a guy that damaged your orbitable in training camp, then what? Uh, tell I would tell me, <laughs> tell me why would we not pull Cub and put him in that title fight? What Cub, was Cub's Cub, last fight? Cub Swanson, man, like, you know, I I haven't followed the guy for that long, but man, every time I see that dude fight, like, it's a ridiculous. Entertaining Cubs fight. Yeah, Cubs gone good, man. Um, what was Cubs' last fight? His last fight was against Artem. He beat Artem. I didn't catch that one. He be, he one. beat Artem in in Nashville. It was a decision, but you know, and I like Artem because obviously SBG and you know Connor is Connor was there, and that was when he first started beefing with that referee because that referee oh. kept telling him to sit down. But anyway, Cub ended up beating him by decision. And then the Du Hoi Choi fight. The Ho Choi, Du Ho Choi. That fight. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? I showed you that one and it was basically two zombies just like slugging it out at 206. Ridiculous. Well, also, I mean, you gotta you gotta understand that. I think because he lost against Holloway though too. Yeah, and, and because you gotta remember Aldo dominated that weight class for so many years. It's just, it's like you always you owe it to him. I mean, you kind of owe it to him to kind of redeem himself. And but how many chances has he already got? He Max Holloway beat him. Yeah, but already. Uh, supposedly he was injured going into the first fight, and I remember telling you that I did not see no leg kicks from Aldo, because I remember I was telling you going into that fight, leg kicks, leg kicks all day. And no, I mean. Supposedly his leg was injured or he had an injury to the leg, so he wasn't throwing any leg kicks. But at the same time, uh, Holloway was was just getting at him, man. It was just... He's longer. He's... Yeah. he. And I was going to tell you that, too. So look at all the fights that you've seen from Aldo where he's beat these guys embarrassingly. How many of these guys were bigger than him? Uh, like tall-wise, like tall of course. I know Chad, Chad Mendes was bigger I mean, than any fucking guy in that division, but <laughs> tall-wise, I think Aldo struggles. I don't see I anybody. I mean, he got Uriah, he got Kenny Florian, yeah. Mendez, so you see Edgar. Him, yeah, I mean, you see him struggle with Max because Max is a longer fighter. Well, that's why Connor took care of him in 13 seconds. Exactly. That reach is... Yeah, so I think that I think that bothers him a little bit too much. I I think, and a lot of people say this too. When you when you're when you're a fighter in a weight class that you dominate for so long, and you're just you know making these guys look like they don't belong in there, and all of a sudden you're in a fight where you're getting you know hit left and right. I think that kind of like the little bit of a like scare kicks in where you're like, oh damn, I can get hit now. But I'm used to the one hitting these guys and dominating these guys. So I think with Holloway, you know, Holloway has 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 good stand-up, man. I mean, you saw what he did to Pettis. You saw what he did, you know, and, and to the guys before he fought Aldo. I mean, this dude's, I mean, this dude's stand-up is on point. I mean, he's 
he has every right to be the champ. My pet is tapped out because that, that those kicks, man, to the body, man, those punches were just raining on his body, dude. There was no way out of that up against the cage getting no smashed. The organs were getting smashed. So, I mean, you know, I see Holloway kind of doing the same, but more, I think he's going to go for the more, he's going to go for faster, like, he's going to get to work faster. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get to work early. He's going to be like, I don't want this to drag on. I'm going to, I'm going to finish him. You know, it's, it's, it's hard, it's hard to put my money on Aldo because it's, I've seen fighters where it's just, it's, it's almost like it's not your time anymore. You know, these, these other fighters are evolving. They're he's the underdog. Yeah, now the underdog. he's now he's the underdog. And it, I think it's a lot harder for him in this fight because he has more to prove in this fight than anything. Because now it's like, okay, I got to I gotta get my belt back. But if I lose, I'm stepping back not just one spot, but maybe several. So it's, you know, it's one of those fights where he has to, he's out there to prove something too. But, I mean, Max, Max... Were you really impressed with the Frankie Edgar at UFC 200? No. I mean, I, I didn't really see anything that said, wow, Aldo, that, there goes the guy that we've missed for 10 years. For a long you know, time. Yeah, <laughs> whooping everybody. I didn't see that. And, and like I told you, I didn't know nothing about Aldo. All I seen was him get knocked out in 13 seconds. And then he came back at 200. Nothing. It was just a... I know, dude, fighting Frankie Edgar got a decision, and that was that. It's it's very hard to. And then get knocked out by Max Holloway. Yeah, and get embarrassed. Like right that. after that. Mm-hmm. So uh, where where are we with that? I mean. I, I see I see Holloway still still keeping the title. It's Holloway's in his prime. He's you know he has that momentum with him. He's a champ. You know he's. Like I said, he's he's one of those guys that just keeps getting better when I when I see him, man. It's every time. So can Aldo? I mean, uh, can Holloway hang with Connor right now? No, I don't think. I mean, do you think it would be the same result as before, or do you think uh, now he actually has a chance? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, we're not. Of course, everybody always says we're so biased with Connor, but. I'm trying to make it even a little bit more interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to make it a little more interesting. Well, I think it's it's almost like I think Connor is what is what is is the Mayweather of the UFC. <laughs> like, you know. Well, he's gonna pick and choose who he wants to fight. Yeah, exactly. And there's you know everybody wants the, the you know piece of the pie. So, but I mean it for Holloway. Let's just say after this fight, I'll tell you. After this fight, I'll tell you. I still need. I still need to see this one fight with Aldo to see. Was the first fight a fluke, or is this is has Holloway the real champ? You know, I I, I, I got to see after this fight. But how many I, times are people going to give Aldo a chance to keep coming back over and over and over again? I mean, after this one. If if Aldo goes into this one and loses, I I I wouldn't give him another chance. I, you have to let the other guys, you know, like Cub, you know, get their get their shot, you know. Um, but but Cub's a veteran. Granted, 
I didn't realize that Cub is lost to Max Holloway. He's lost to to well, Jose Aldo. Yeah, both. Yeah, I mean, with the with Holloway, he lost to with the guillotine. Um, Aldo, I think Aldo. It was like a flying knee or something. Yeah. From from Aldo that took mm-hmm. Cub out. But Cub is elevated. Cub has changed. I, I like. Oh yeah. But again, that's kind of he relies on that chin, like kind of like Gaethje and. Um, you know, they they rely on those chins. I don't think their chin is as strong as they think it is. I think it's like you said. They have to put they have to put on exciting fights, and they have to kind of see. I mean, the Cub and Holloway would have been a good fight too. I wanted that's right? the one I wanted to see. Yeah, but I think they were. I think they wanted to say, okay, well, let's just see. Let's give Aldo. Why has Aldo remained number one on the featherweight d- division? I think just of that, the respect of, of being the champ before. I think just of that, just of, okay. Again, we're okay. going based off of popularity. We're not going based off of yeah, loss or wins. I, no, and I, and, I, and I think that's why. I mean, that, I think they're looking at it like, hey, you know, you've been, you. it's almost like you did a service for us. We'll do the service for you. But I'm pretty sure in the back of the, back of the mind, they're saying, Okay, if you lose this one, you know, you know, you got to put in work after that. We can't give you. I mean, there's guys that walk through hell, man, just to get to a title shot. I mean, Stipe, Stipe is a good example because Stipe, look for how long, man, Stipe. You know, there's these guys that, I mean, Cub, I think Cub is doing his I mean, Cub, Cub deserves a, a title shot. I mean. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. He yeah. might, he might, he might win. I mean. We want to see it, and, and and I know like I said, a lot of people like Michael Bisping, but in a sense, he was the same situation. He didn't. He fought for years and years in the UFC, oh, yeah. never got a title fight, and then the one minute they give him a title shot, he wins the belt. Granted, he lost it, and you know, whatever may had happened after that, he he shouldn't have fought Dan Henderson. That was not right for the rankings. Obviously, he ducked ducked and dodged you know Romero and ended up fighting you know other people you know fighting GSP and all that like I get it but mm-hmm. in a sense like both I guess everybody wants to see that dream come true for those people that been in the game for a long time oh, yeah. like I would yeah, love I mean, to see Cub Swanson fight and win the featherweight title and I think I think if if Max comes out with this one, I think I think Cub is 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 the logical choice next. I mean, because you can't really say, oh, well, let's wait for Frankie to get better and then Frankie get a shot. I mean, because Frankie lost to Aldo, and then Frankie had to win against uh, Yair Pantera. So, but Cub, the same the same thing goes for Cub. I mean, Cub Cub's been on a tear, so. What about the number one featherweight that knocks people out when he puts their hands on them, they sleep? <laughs> Jeremy Stevens. He, he's supposed to fight. Uh, he's gonna he's, fight Do Ho Choi. There you go. Yeah. He, he's that him. that might be a, a a slugfest too, like we saw against Cub. Mm-hmm. Do Ho Choi, that boy can stand. The Asian guy can can go for it. But I mean. Don't you kind of like that? At least these weight classes, you have, you have options, versus in the past you didn't have options because you were like, 
man, who's left? Like, who's, you know, at least now you have a few options to go with. You know, there's there's weight classes that are kind of stagnant. There's light heavyweight that's kind of like, uh, heavyweight's kind of like almost there. You know, you kind of have. What's the best? What's the best division right now? The best division in my eyes right now, it has to be the lightweight division. Just because, granted, and now people are gonna say, oh, because of Connor's there. Yeah, because Connor's there. But look at the guys that are in line. I mean, you have, oh man, you just have Khabib. These guys, yeah, you have the Khabib Barbosa. Oh man, you have Tony. You have. Gage, you have Alvarez, you have Poirier, you have oh, man, Kevin Dave, Lee, just, Kevin Lee, Michael right? Chiesa, yeah. Michael Chiesa, yeah. So I mean, you have Alan Quinta. I mean, those Michael Johnson. Is, oh, dude! It, and one of the sleeper fights is is in uh, is in the prelims. Charles Oliveira versus Paul Felder. That too, man. That's the main. That's the that's the main event. Yeah, man. I'm telling you those. That it, there, it's stacked, bro. It's stacked. I mean, it's that Irish dragon. Me, yeah, to me, that's that's the weight class. I mean, just because of, like I said, the talent that's in there. That hey, don't they, don't don't sleep on that uh, Alex Oliveira, the cowboy versus Yancy uh, Medeiros. Yeah. Don't sleep on that one either, because that one's gonna be a good one too. That's Holloway's boy, and they trained together, Yancy. Yeah, so, they had a little they had a little push and shove in the uh, at the at the weigh-ins. That's a good one. So I'm telling you, I mean, even the David Tamer and and Dracar fight, um, dude, the the undercard is just good, man. I'm telling you, the Felice Herrig, Courtney Casey. Yeah. So I mean, everywhere, and you know, you got Amanda Cooper and El Angela Magana. That's oh man, I love me some Amanda, Amanda Cooper. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, it's just it's just stacked, man. I'm telling you, I I I like this because I you know me for a long time. I was telling you, man, I I want to see. Stacked car. What about that guy, uh, Homasi? He's called the problem. Wasn't somebody else called the problem too? Isn't uh, what's his name? What was that guy? The problem. Doesn't that sound familiar? The problem. Hmm. He's a middleweight fighter. Or who was called the problem? I know it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> That's true. I remember. Yeah. Dude, it's just it's it's good right now, man. It's it's just, and now you have like it's like you said earlier the the new uh, the new champion for the women. What is it? The flyweight. Flyweight. So yeah, man, it's it's a perfect time for UFC, man. This it's it's perfect for people that are not familiar with the with the UFC to get in it now. It's very it's very entertaining, man. It's 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 worth it, and then. There was even people when when Bisping fought GSP that they didn't even know who the hell GSP was. Well, yeah, I mean those are your new people. Those are new fans. Yeah, they, they so don't know I mean, who that is. So now this this was my technically like officially first ever fight of me seeing GSP because I've only heard, I've only heard and I've only seen um, old fights. I've never seen one like up front. Where it's at right now is is perfect. I mean, there's there's a few injuries. There's guys that you know are coming back, and and everybody's waiting for Connor's move too, man. So I mean, it's exciting, bro. It's very exciting, man. I'm happy for 
Like I said, a lot of these fights, man. It's very good. I don't no know, man. That middleweight division looking good, though. That, too. I mean, that, too. I want to see Whitaker fight GSP. I want to see Whitaker fight Gastelum. <laughs> Just because I want to give Gastelum the... Gastelum is a small middleweight back for that class, but that dude can hit. But, but, like, but he's, like he's a damn dude, who is GSP really going to match up with right now? In that division. I mean, these dudes are monstrous. We've seen Chris Weidman standing next to Tyron Woodley. Monstrous. Huge. Huge dude. How, how is GSP? I mean, Bisping was huge to GSP. Oh, yeah. So, oh. Luke, imagine Luke Rockhold standing next to him. Jacare? Brunson? Even Silva? Those dudes it's are... Fair. Huge. Well, GSP's not staying in that division, dude. I promise you. Yeah. I promise I you. I don't know. You're usually the one that's on that's on top of all the uh, all the news. What uh, what was the uh, a crazy thing that I heard was that GSP would drop to 170 and meet Connor for a super fight at 170. I don't. I don't. Why would we want Connor to go to one fifty or one seventy? Uh, I guess for all the for all the pay per view buys and the the spectacle of that, I guess maybe. That, mean, that that could be the big money maker there, just because of, like I said, both both of the names. But I mean. There's two perspectives to it. There's the there's the fight that you want to see, an actual fight of actual like rankings and how it goes. And there's the super fights that you want to see, of course. You know, the Dillashaw versus Johnson, the the GSP versus Connor. You know, you want to see those. But then there's the fights where it's you know the Tony Ferguson versus Connor, the Sergio Pettis versus DJ. You know. It's very, it's difficult, man. It's difficult to kind of. But I mean, why have rankings if we're gonna have all these mixed up <laughs> fights? I mean, I'm saying why have div- weight divisions? Because before it was never with no weight division. Remember when UFC first started, it was whoever fought whoever, and that's just what it was. Hoist oh, yeah. Gracie fought Ken Shamrock. I'm saying like, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter on weight. I guess. I, I mean, I guess it's limited, I guess. Well, I mean, because you got to understand. Well, put your perspective as a fighter. I mean, you only get one chance to really make make that money. I mean, do you blame Do you blame Nate wanting $15 million to fight Woodley? Yeah, I do blame <laughs> Nate. I do blame Nate because he's not the draw that he thinks he is. Right, exactly. I mean, you know. I mean, what really would he make over a million pay-per-view buys? Because the GSP one didn't even make over a million G, uh, pay-per-view buys. Oh, and he fought. When he I think fought. they were saying like eight hundred thousand. Right. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just it's it's hard, man. It's it's really. Uh, I guess that's why we're we're not matchmakers. I mean, if we were the matchmakers, we'd be making these crazy ass fights. We would be telling them, you know, hey, you better, you're gonna fight this dude. I don't give a shit if you want 15 million or you want one million, you're gonna fight this dude. How, how does how does Nate even have the right to be like, 
shut up you bitch on Instagram to Dana White. <laughs> I mean, how do you, should I go to work tomorrow and be like, tell my boss, shut up you Slap bitch. Shut up you bitch, don't tell me, you're lying. Give me 15 million. I want that 15 million in my account. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, oh, it's either you fight or don't. Break the contract or don't. I mean, I'm already tired of hearing about that dude. Like, I, really, I mean, I like the Diaz brothers and everything. I'm overhearing over about them because they're not wanting to fight. Is it almost like you feel like, okay, the longer Nate drags it on, the less, it's almost like it, the less it makes him marketable, you think? Like, okay, he, let's, he's okay. losing his heat. He's losing all the yeah. heat that he got from the Connor fight. He's losing all that heat. Feel like okay, you keep dragging this on, and then the day that you come back to fight somebody, you're not gonna fight the person that that that's gonna be as big as a draw. Like, I like, honest, I, mean, I honestly see him not fighting. Like a Poirier versus Diaz, like <laughs> comes back to that. It's not gonna happen. Right, like he's not gonna. Oh, I'm saying like I'm saying in in, in the point of view of the UFC, like, do you think you know Dana? And Sean Shelby are like, you know what, dude, you know, fine, don't fight. And then the day he comes to fight, here you go, Dustin Poirier or, or Eddie Alvarez, you know, like, it's not going to be what he wants. And there's not going to be that room of, oh, shit, like you said, I lost all the juice already, you know, like, it's, it's like, you keep squeezing that, squeezing that juice box. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, if he's done, he's done. Yeah. Like, just call it quits. Like, there's, no such, there, there's no such thing as waiting for these, these you know. I doubt if, if Connor's yeah. if Connor's smart, he's not gonna fight him again. No. Hey, remember I told you I, I wouldn't. I, why would I? Why would I? Why, there's no reason to fight him again. Especially at 155, where where the, where Nate's dominant at 155. Like you had trouble with him at 170. Why would you go? At 155, where he's a natural at that weight class, and he's been fighting longer at that weight class. I mean, but yeah, Connor's one of those dudes that'll go in your backyard and, and fight you. So I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's one of. Those, I mean, it's it's hard, but it's just. I I wouldn't want Sean Shelby's job right now. I mean, he's. Like I said, he gets paid for good. I mean, to make these fights happen. So. In my eyes, it's. Right now. It, you know, you, you're trying to get as much as you can. I mean, I don't know if you saw Max at the countdown. Dude's balling, getting charger and getting suits and everything. So yeah, he gets a badass charger. Yeah, it gets the perks with being champ. You know what I'm saying? That that's that was probably his biggest payday. I, I don't know exactly how much it was. You know, when he fought Aldo, but that's probably his it was one of his biggest paydays. I mean, and winning. You know, he got a winning yeah. bonus. Exactly. So I mean, you know, a little bit of that comes into where I mean you almost it's like you almost want to you almost want the UFC to to beg you you know what I'm saying and I think that's what Nate's feeling like yo I don't need a fight I don't give a fuck you know fuck I can go you know he's doing he's more popular outside of the cage now than ever you saw him going on you know these conventions being on Conan O'Brien and all that like dude you know the popular Conor gave him that popularity hey you go do your promo stuff I'm going to sit back. So, I mean, he, he saw the other side. So now it's like, okay, 
I'm going to use that against the UFC. So it's it's very difficult, man. It's one of those situations where you, you know you kind of want to be like whatever, but then at the same time, kind of be like, well, I mean, should. I mean, I want to see him. I'm not saying I don't want to see him. I do want to see him fight. But but do am I willing to to hear about Dana giving in and say, no, here's 15 million? No, not really, because I don't think he's worth that. And and I constantly deal with Instagram people that you know get on me about other crap about Connor maybe or whatever they might think. But then it always turns into a DS thing and people get all want they want to fight on Instagram. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a sport, dude. It's not a I'm not calling your uncle or your cousin your mom or anybody any bad names. What I'm telling you is that Diaz is a legend, his brother's a legend, these guys are top of the line, but they can't make demands right now where they stand at. In the situation they're in, they cannot make demands to to get that much money. Exactly. And, and people get offended by it. They're, they're really offended by it. I'm not trying to offend nobody, but that's how it you gotta, is. You got to understand, it's almost like a bad guy thing. Like, well, why? It's almost like they're picking on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it was true or not. I mean, I, I maybe there was an offer made to fight Woodley. And I don't know. I mean, it's just... I mean, wouldn't you think you'd want to you'd want to fight for the belt? I mean, or or are you that consumed over Connor that that's the only dude you want to fight because he you're for sure gonna bank on it? But he would make money with Woodley. Why does he think he wouldn't yeah. make money with Woodley? I would see that. I remember I told you I wanted to see. I would see that, man. I would see whether it's him, whether it's Nate or Nick fighting Woodley. I would see it because it's a good matchup for him. You know, that's a good that's a good payday for either of them. Like I said, it's just, I mean, make demands when you have not done nothing. You know, when you're not even making a move, when you're not, you're just sitting back chilling. Okay, I want 15 million. Like, come on then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want 15 mil, go, 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 go box somebody. Do what Connor did. Go. Go do something. Stay active. Go. The way people see you, as far as, as far as like what you're doing, oh Nate's still you know he's doing his thing out there. He's all we hear about is you making appearances at weed conventions. How how is that? How is that doing anything? And mind you, Nate Nate never did this until he fought Connor. Once he fought Connor, he's like, oh damn, like okay. He wants to be in the public eye. He wants to be publicized and. It was almost like it took me 10 years going through wars, going through all these dudes. I fight this one guy, and all of a sudden, I'm more popular than ever. So I get it. I mean, I get it. It's like you want to, it's almost like you want to get rich quick. You know, you want to get rich quick rather than put in the work. And I get it, but, you know, you can't but capitalize be, on it. He did put in yeah. the work, he did make the money. He want he got good money for the second Connor fight. Okay, so once that happened, Connor did his thing, left. Okay, now continue yours because now you're a star up there. Now it's time for you to prove that you're as, no, as a big of star as Connor. Yeah. So the you big, take a fight again. Take another fight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Something, show us something. The biggest thing that could have happened in that fight did. 
the first fight with Connor. He beat him. Because, okay, what if you go into that fight and Connor wins? Will there ever be a rematch? Would you be even in the picture of talking about 15 mil or whatever? No. You know what I'm saying? You won. Thank God for Connor to be like, fuck this. We're doing this again at 170. Everything the same. Nothing's changing. Now I'm giving you a, a long, a, a more time to train, more time to come in, you know, not no short notice. Well, yeah, because so he like, said he wouldn't be touched if they had a full count. Yeah. So now you see it. But then again, maybe maybe Nate's like, shit, I need to beat him for real. I need to not get knocked down. I need to, I need to, you know, I need to do something. But, you know, it's, it's very true what you say. You have to, you have to put in the work, you know, at the end of the day. You have to give us something to go off of and be like, yeah, he deserves it. You can't just be sitting there getting high and slapping your boss around on TV and stuff, you know? Yeah, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I don't know, man. I, I'm i excited about this, this car. It's stacked. It's everything I, I'm hoping it to be, and I think it will. I like, and it's always like that with the UFC. Towards the end of the year, they, they, they put on good cards. So They still haven't came up with a main event for December 30th, though. I thought it was. Well, I mean, well, are we going Holly Holm Cyborg? So far, I think that's what they're doing, man, to tell you the truth. I mean, because last year, what was Ronda Rousey versus... Amanda, yeah. Amanda. That was the last main event, I mean, of last year's New Year's Eve kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, the women are really taking over because, I mean, they headlined... Misha headlined 200. That was a big event. The women are taking over. Oh, damn. The women are taking over the UFC. I bet you Dana never thought that. No. <laughs> In a million well, supposedly uh, Ronda's coach wants Ronda to take another fight. No. And Wait. Dana was like, "Nope, I don't no. want to see it again. I don't want to see it again. I will I not. Love, I will not see that again." I love Ronda, man, but Ronda, Ronda, you're too. Just save it. Save it for the for the big screen. Save it for the shows. Don't. Don't get messed up, okay? <laughs> it's like, and I heard they were talking about Cyborg Ronda. It was like, no, no, don't even try. Well, let's see what Holly Holm says. My wife says that the Cyborg is going to tear Holly Holm up. I'm rooting for Holly Holm. Oh no! Once the wife gets into the the discussions, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, I mean, hey, she's. I mean, you know, she sees that that Holly has something, but. I mean, Cyborg is just Cyborg. I mean, you you saw the kind of work she does. I mean, it's... Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying the Cyborg is going to tear Holly Holm up. I don't think that's going to happen. A head kick can change everything, right? Remember that? Right. That's true. And, and to be honest with you, Holly does have the best chance just because of her background in, in boxing. Um, uh, Cyborg, you don't really see too much of her ground game because it's all stand-up with her. But... Holly is, like I said, has that boxing background. So, I mean, it's it's an interesting fight, man. It's very interesting. I'm excited to see that one too, just because of, like I said, you don't you don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. You don't know till it actually starts. You know, we can t- we can tell a lot by the first round. We're gonna be like, oh damn, it was kind of 
kind of a crazy, crazy situation with them. I yeah. hope to be there. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really do. I really do. And you can make that happen by going to patreon.com slash headshot MMA and supporting us by pledging a buck, pledging 10 bucks, pledging 20 bucks. All those proceeds oh, yes. go to equipment that goes to uh, going out to these fights, getting exclusive interviews, getting all this stuff that can be happening. So get us there. if get us you there. can go on patreon.com slash headshot MMA and support, support, support. That's all I can ask is for the support by everybody out there listening. So just a little bit helps. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Do that. Well, it was a pleasure again. Mr. Yes, sir. Gabe. I'm glad we made this happen, even if it was over the phone and getting all this equipment set up and doing some testing and bring it to the people it's for you guys um enjoy enjoy tomorrow night it's a good fight card we'll be there watching uh like i said hopefully uh we can keep this going and like you said with the support of the people we we can bring you this good stuff yes sir oh, yeah. <laughs>